Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Coming to you live from socially isolated homes, it's Marvel Movie News. Uh, hey guys, welcome back to our uh, new new take for the uh, for the time being. We are going to be talking about the big thing. Is Marvel going to have to push the entire slate back? New Mutants delayed, Black Widow delayed. What else is next? Let's talk about it today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, leader of movie discussion news and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome back. This <laughs> is Marvel Movie News. We are coming to you live from our own homes, because that is where we're supposed to be, is in our own homes, being socially distant and safe. Uh, I hope that you are all doing safe. Zia and Christian, how are y'all doing today? Hello. Um, this feels super weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is so strange. I stream from home like pretty normally and that feels fine. But I guess I'm so used to having like a studio environment with you guys that this is just it's weird. Um, but good. You know, I haven't left my house in in days now uh, since I went to the grocery store and I'm kind of sad. I miss the sun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is one of those, uh, be careful what you wish for. I said, I hope I'm never in a studio with Zia again. And uh, look, this is what we get. Look at you uh, now. I love that you guys have professional setups with headphones and you got your microphones in front of you. And I'm sitting in a car in the driveway <laughs> because it was the only place to be away from children. But uh, <laughs> look, it's, uh, the fact that we're doing this is great. I mean, I've done a couple of shows for After Buzz. And the fact that we're able to do this at all is it's amazing in all honesty. Yeah. It's um, like, look, I, my best to everyone out there. I hope you're all safe. Um, we just want to do what's best for our communities. So we're, I'm glad that technology lets us do this remotely. Uh, and hopefully we all, we, we're all going to have fun and just keep it going. Um, Thank you to everyone who is helping us out. Thank you to Mr. Fantastic Ryan, uh, who's in a booth somewhere uh, helping us out. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you to Colt, who's, uh, who's been has still helping us out on social media as we're all keeping our distance. Uh, but let's let's talk some Marvel. Uh, I wish I could say let's talk more positive stuff uh, and talk <laughs> Marvel, but we're not going to get far away from it because I want to just get right to our main topic which is what we're dealing with. Uh, the, obviously, the, the COVID-19 coronavirus uh, situation has caused tons of stuff. Uh, literally within an hour of our last show, New Mutants, which is classic Marvel movie news, uh, that by the time most people heard our show, we were already out of date. Um, but New Mutants is officially pushed back indefinitely. And since then... Black Widow has joined the list of films that will ta come out eventually, but no word on when. Uh, how do you guys feel with our two big Marvel movies of the first half of the year getting pushed back? Well, you guys know I, last week I was talking about how excited I was we were finally going to get New Mutants. That last uh, TV trailer was so good. This poor movie. Somebody doesn't want us to see it. And uh, I, I think that the, they've gone to really extreme measures to make sure we don't. Uh, no, look, obviously, th there was no way that it could come out then. I think that there were starting to be indications last week of like, oh, OK, this is this is for real. You know, when you had things that were canceled the beginning of April, you're like, oh, OK. But then by the time that uh, Black Widow, you know, it seemed like a matter of time with Black Widow, in all honesty, you know, as as I said uh, on Twitter, that it was inevitable that it was going to be delayed at some oh, point. How dare you, sir? What? That's what I said on Twitter. I can't <laughs> help it. And look, it was it was a matter of time. And I think that, uh, look, we'll, we'll, I think we'll get to see both of these movies. 
but boy, it sure doesn't feel like New Mutants is going to be in a theater. I, mm. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to be in a theater anytime soon. To tell you the truth, no. Well, yeah, that's... well it's the, the well, at least in LA, movie theaters are closed. Yeah, uh, and I think Can't that's the big thing. Is like e Disney was really hoping they were like waiting to pull the trigger on Black Widow. They're like, maybe in May, it'll be fine by May. But AMC said they're going to be closed for at least six weeks as wow. long as 12. And that's just right now. We don't know how long this is all going to last for. So they're pushing Black Widow back because AMC's, I want to say Regal's, and, and, and at least in major cities, any movie theater is just completely closed. So there's no reason to put a movie out. And yes, I agree with Charles Lee. Uh, you can see it on my board. Uh, New Mutants is cursed. <laughs> Yeah, there is a there is a dark curse that was put on New Mutants, and it affected the rest of the world. That's what I think happened. Uh, uh, Jenna James also says in the chat, "Just release it on Hulu or Disney Plus for crying out loud." I agree. Just put it on a on a probably Hulu. I think would be more the appropriate platform for that particular movie. Uh, but I just want to watch it. I don't even care if it's in theaters. Well, I, that's the, yeah. I would watch it on Hulu and then if in theater, you know, the theaters reopen, God only knows when, because we don't we don't know what's going on with this virus. We don't know how long it's going to be. We have no details. We're taking it a day at a time is really what it is. Um, but I would be happy to watch it on Hulu and I would go back to the theater to rewatch it if they then release it in theaters like down the road. Yeah, I would say I would say the same thing. Put it on Hulu. But, you know, put it on Hulu uh, tomorrow. Like, yeah, don't wait. I could really now. use it right now, in all honesty. And, you know, if, if they got, like, six episodes done of uh, Winter Soldier and, you know, anything that they, just give us whatever you got. We'll, we'll, you know, you can break it up, break the seasons up into half. Yeah. Just give us something. We need anything to watch right now. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this that's the big thing. Like, there have been calls for Black Widow to go on to Disney+. Plus. There have been calls for New Mutants. Um, I don't think you're going to see Black Widow on a streaming platform in any way. Um, you're talking about a likely billion dollar movie that they're they're not going to want to. Disney will be more patient with that one. New yeah. Mutants is not going to make that much money. I'm frankly a little surprised it hasn't been announced yet, but I imagine it's probably a logistics thing um, to just like get it out via because some of the other like NBC Universal has started to put some movies out from theaters like just for twenty bucks rental. Which yeah, is, you get so for twenty bucks, you get a movie for forty-eight hours, and some of it are movies that were released recently, like Invisible Man. Mm -hmm. But the the new Trolls movie was supposed to come out in the the second week of April. That's like the first big okay, it's going to come out because there are movie theaters open some places in the country. Look, earlier this week, even the AMC in Burbank was open, but like AMC was supposed to, they said they were going to cut their capacity by half they wouldn't book people close together and even still like I, I actually looked at it i wanted to look at the app you saw people were so, like on like opposite corners of the movie theater yeah. you know but at the same time i'm like i don't know how comfortable i would be but like, i had a friend i had uh, uh from uh, my my old uh cohort from marvel tv weekly uh carrie lane and her husband they went to a movie on saturday up in uh, the ventura area so wow it's like you could still go up until uh, not that long ago uh, so, I actually went I went to see a random movie with a couple friends and it was like it was an empty theater so even we were spread out there were seats between us and there's only two other people in the entire theater um, <laughs> it was so it's pretty like look we we clean we washed our hands before we went in the theater after we went in the theater like just you know, try to be safe but they're not open anymore yeah. um, I want to see so but turning it back to 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 Black Widow I want to see Black Widow in movie theaters. I think that that character deserves to be on the big screen, to have her full theatrical release. We've waited so long for that movie. I want to see it on the big screen. I don't want to see it on my TV. New Mutants, I could see on my TV. That movie's going to be fine. Uh, but Black Widow, I would rather they wait and give it its proper release. Yeah, I agree. That's a big screen movie. Black, it's got so much action and it's just it's one of those ones that probably isn't as good upon rewatch at home as it is on the theater. And you don't want to see it for the first time at home. You know, did you just compare it to Avatar? Because Kinda. Avatar was fun in the theater, but I could not imagine ever watching it. Look, I do agree. <laughs> it's this huge movie. And look, whenever it's out, 
the movie industry is going to need these big movies to get people to come out. Yeah. And it's not going to be Fast 9 because that doesn't come out until next April, as we, ta- we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, so you already have, you know, a lot of stuff is scrambling around on the schedules. So the, I think that this will be saved for kind of a, a key moment. And I think it'll I think it'll really, you know, be part of the focus of like, come on back out. And uh, whenever that is, I mean, realistically, three months, who knows? I mean, the thing is, like, estimate, like, we don't need to get into the, the, the nitty gritty of all this, but estimates are ranging anywhere from uh, a couple weeks to 18 months or mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. Uh, like, it could be a while. Like, for true safety, it could be a while. So we'll have to see. I mean, the world is still adjusting. The entertainment industry has taken a huge, like, financial hit. Most of my friends are out of work right now. Uh, it's a, it's not a, obviously we're all home. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a big deal, but so the big question is if, so if, so Black Widow is pushed back, New Mutants is who knows, uh, will this affect the rest of the Marvel slate? Because Marvel is, has like so many movies in the pipeline and there are, they all interconnect in certain ways, Black Widow and Falcon and Winter Soldier I have to assume have a connection because they're both spy pieces, right? Yeah. No, look, I I think you're right. I'm sorry, Zia. I spoke over you. Go ahead. Yeah. Thanks a lot. No, I'm just saying you would, (laughs) you would, you would think, and they have so many things going that like the, the, what we talked about and the articles that we've seen and what it seems like the most realistic thing to do that would work the best is you just slide everything over. You just slide everything down because it has to still sort of release in the same order. Because I would imagine that they made that order for a reason. Like it tells a story and it yeah, builds whatever I mean, they're doing. I would say that just my guess is that Black Widow is going to come out November 6th, which is the Eternals date. Mm-hmm. And then Eternals is going to come out February 12th, which is Shang-Chi. Yeah. And then all those dominoes are going to fall into place. And, you know, maybe for whatever reason, if they're building to a specific date for a specific big movie, somewhere on the slate, they might shift something. You know, they might put something in between. But that, I think that would be further down in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at, like, so I've got my little list here. Black Widow, it's got to be almost finished if, if there's, like, any graphics that they're finishing up, but it's going to be pushed back. Eternals is done with principal photography, but I, a lot of teams at Disney, and I'm sure the post team at Eternals is similarly effective, are being put on hiatus, and especially a, a top-secret film like a Marvel movie. You can't really work from home. On most of that stuff, I would Probably think not. Uh, they're not going to be like, "Yeah, take the footage home with you; it'll be <laughs> fine." Um, but so Eternals may have its own delays to deal with. So that's it. It makes sense. Um, I mean, there's a look. There's a big gap between now and November. So if they can find another space for Black Widow on the schedule, keeping Eternals release date, then maybe. Um, but Loki- yeah, but I, I think to your to your point, logistically, they're they're not going to finish it in time. You know, I, I think that they're maybe they, they're not. There's probably, if I'm just going to guess, they're probably not working on it right now, and maybe they're not going to be able to work on it for quite some time. If they need any reshoots, you know, uh, or even if you need ADR, you know, the additional dialogue recording, yeah. that's going to be hard to do too. So I feel like they can't finish it until things get back to at least mostly normal. Makes sense. Um, and look, the, the, the thing is, it's not just the, the movies that make this big question because uh, you've got Loki, Falcon, and WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. Uh, all of them have stopped production and all of them are still shooting. They're not in post. Um, Falcon uh, uh, is, was supposed to shoot in Prague. We talked about it last week and they got, that got, that's canceled or pushed. Uh, supposedly WandaVision cast had like a rap party, but they haven't said that the season has finished, finished photography. So who knows on that one, Loki has stopped shooting. Um, and then the others, the only other one that I know of that's like in production that has been shooting is Shang-Chi. And uh, the main unit for Shang-Chi is, uh, is stopped. Uh, they've suspended production because the director had to go into self quarantine Uh, However, the second unit is continuing to work in Australia. uh, Yeah, that's the interesting thing about, you know, the the shutdown all over the world. And and there was a point where Australia had it. I have a friend who's uh, an elementary school teacher 
he's still working every day at a school filled with children in Australia. So uh, you can still work there. And I don't know if there's a point where productions maybe get moved to places that are as weird as it sounds safer than filming in the United States. You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a hypothetical, but you could see that happening. I mean, is, the tough the tough thing is that like all of these productions are international productions. And where is everyone coming from? Anyone that you have to fly in for anything, are they safe? You're like, there have been some comments, like the everyone should be doing so, like social distancing wherever you are because it is spreading so rapidly and it's so easy to spread uh, that these productions have to be careful. Yeah. You know, what were you saying? Oh, no, I was just going to say, is Australia not been affected much by the by COVID-19? I believe they're under 200 cases so far. Wow. Um, yeah, they haven't they, they haven't spread. There was a point where like early on, I think they've done a good job of containment because you go back like a month. Australia was one of these places that they were concerned about, but it hasn't spread the way it has somewhere like Italy. So, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I don't know what what they're doing. But also, you know, the, the way that this story is, it, it could change tomorrow. You know, there could be 400 new cases in Italy uh, because or uh, uh, in Australia because, uh, you know, the testing uh, sometimes takes a while. Right. Well, there's also the fact that a lot of people are kind of asymptomatic or, you know, have very sure. mild symptom- symptoms and could have it. And you just don't know. I have a cough. I'm not going anywhere outside at all. I'm just like cough dropping. I feel fine. Other than that, I just have a cough and my nose is runny. And even that's scaring me. It's so ridiculous how something so small, you're just like, <gasps> it, it oh, was- I mean, every I'm time I conference with you and I'm scared that I'm going to catch whatever you have. <laughs> just so cough in the please, microphone. <laughs> lean, lean further away from the camera. <laughs> yeah i look we we all have to be careful and look i uh, i don't want to get too off topic and like guess what no, the, no, chat, the chat is talking about it as well but like well, yeah she's she's a marvel star so i feel like we uh, have to talk about it a little we bit do. But, and oh, i God. i love evangeline lily i have such a crush on her what um <laughs> but uh she's uh, saying that she's going to be out and about even with all the the social distancing and she's in los angeles which is a, a city that like we've gone on pretty much lockdown uh not mandatory like northern california but like everyone here is in like their homes they're in lockdown like anyone that can that can work from home is and restaurants and bars are closed to dine in and uh you can you know go out to grocery stores and for walks like it's but it's it's you know it people should be doing their part for social distancing because it's not just about you it's about everyone else yeah and, and it's an incredibly yeah. selfish thing. Sorry, yeah. that just makes me really angry. No, honestly. no, no, no. And that's fair. And like, that's the only reason I bring it up is like, and I don't want to get too, I want to no. talk about Marvel. I want to talk about fun stuff, you guys. <laughs> well, um, it's hard. All the fun stuff is delayed. <laughs> I will say, because I don't want to spread, I don't want to be part of spreading misinformation. According to Rock in the chat, Australia has over 700 cases. Okay. Um, I, I don't, uh, I'm not sure which, uh, I don't know the official number. Uh, please look it up on your own. Uh, Chip, don't, yeah. don't trust us on that. We are authorities on comic book related media. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But let's, yeah, go, so look, let's go back to what we're authorities on. Uh, comic book media. But uh, let's like, so let's, let's keep looking at this stuff. So all this, uh, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk uh, are in pre-production. And my understanding is that they are going to continue working because they can do so remotely. Great. Um, at least they can have that process started. So when they can finally start filming, it's like, all right, cool. We've got all this yeah. worked out. We can just jump into filming. I'm glad they're still yeah. working on it. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I know a few people who are um, working on writing, not Marvel shows, but uh, right now the house I'm outside of, there's someone in a virtual writer's room. And I think a lot of, you know, especially ones that had started already, they're just continuing that way. So yep. I'm sure those shows, they'll probably be able to do just as much as if they were going into the office. And let's be honest, they're probably going to be more productive. Yeah. Uh, well, Unless there's kids at home with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I, why do you, why do you think I'm in my car? I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so here's, so those things are, those are all supposed to film before the end of the year. And like, I, I think, I think a few of them were supposed to film in Atlanta, uh, like start filming around like the middle of the year. Uh, Spider-Man was supposed to, Spider-Man three, according to Tom Holland was set to film in July. 
maybe at this point we don't know what what that's gonna like a big film like that may have to be pushed back we uh, it's impossible to know at this point so as far as like will the slate get pushed back that's our big question uh i think that we would i it's i think no I think that they're going to get Widow out before September and then uh, everything else will fall in line. You'll have like two movies in theaters, like almost at the same time. But I think that ultimately they won't. What do you guys think? Final words on this before we move on. I mean, it really depends on on how long, you know, before we can get this virus contained. They're working on it all the time. And yeah. it, 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 I mean, that's really what it depends on. I think. Oh, yeah. you're right. Huge Zach- caveat. Huge caveat yeah. to what I said. Yeah. All up to the health professionals. <laughs> um, uh, that's what will come first. Right. But I but I think you're right. If they can if they can safely release it earlier and not have to push the entire slate back, I think ultimately that's what they'll want to do. But it just depends on when they can safely put things back in theaters. And also, I mean, you have to think about economically what this is doing to people. Are people going to be able to go out to theaters right away? Or are they going to take a huge ec- economic hit and be like, you know, I can't afford to go out right now. Like, it's going to be a little while before people go back to work and start getting an income. And I know that I've been following it very closely. They're trying to get, you know, a stimulus package out to people, but that's not, you know, going to be, an, it's great, but it's not going to be enough for a lot of people. And it's just, it, it's going to take a little bit of time, not only for us to figure out the virus situation, but for people to feel comfortable spending money on entertainment again. And feel comfortable being in public in large crowds. Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, when you get your thousand dollar check, only spend <laughs> 960, save $40 for whenever Black Widow comes out and you and a friend can go see it but still sit three seats apart. No, I, I think what I said before, I, I can't see the them all not getting affected. And it's just the next couple, if they really want to pick up the slack at some point, they're going to slide in an extra release date. But I, I don't think Eternals is going to come out this year. I mean, that and Shang-Chi both stopped. So, uh, you know, it, it's hard to meet those targets, but you have this movie that's almost done. And then it's going to depend on what does Disney think like, when can we maximize the box office potential for this movie? Mm-hmm. Putting it out in September or you put it out in November when a lot of times your big movies start to come out. So, uh, yeah, that's that's still uh, where I'm from where I'm sitting in my car. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we will just have to play wait and see. All right. Let's move to some like not as crazy and more like fun fun type of news uh small small stories that's obviously the main thing that's going on with no production there's not a ton of rumor stuff going on however that doesn't stop and this may be this may feel familiar to those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a long time uh kevin smith's podcast sparked a rumor by accident again uh (laughs) this time it wasn't matt key's fault uh but uh kevin smith even said afterwards like i didn't even say anything uh he was talking. He literally he he re- he referenced a rumor that he read on the internet and said as much. And then, b- because he's Kevin Smith, people took it as more as having more knowledge of the fact. Uh, he was talking about our the old uh, question of like, is Matt Murdock gonna be in Spider Man Three? Ah! Uh, so I bring it up in case you guys saw that headline. We've talked about that potential before. Uh, even Kevin Smith was like. It was a rumor that I read online and I just liked it. So I repeated it. Everybody calm down. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we all have, we're all on the same page that that would be awesome, right? Of course. Oh Can gosh. we please see that? For That's all I wanted to say. Sake. Dang it. Sorry. Like, honestly, even if he's Matt Murdock and he's never Daredevil in the movie and, you know, there's just like, there's like sort of like a nod to the audience where he like moves really quickly at one point or something. Uh, that's fine. I think that would be very cool. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know. I mean, look, we all I mean, we talk about rumors on this show on Marvel News Daily that Z and I do. But you always stress when the rumors. I guess that you're right because it was Kevin. Because I was like, I've heard that rumor. That's that's that'd be great. But uh, yeah, I guess that's the problem with being Kevin Smith. People figure that you're in show business. You must know something. <laughs> yeah, you've got to yeah. know. Uh, Kame Egan in chat says, if Matt Murdock in, is in Spidey 3, I'm on board as long as it's Charlie Cox. I have to uh, reiterate that, that. Yes, it has to be Charlie Cox. So you don't want it to be Ben Affleck? Please, no. <laughs> Please, God, he, no. He was our other daredevil. I don't know. And uh, okay. should we should I, we bring Jennifer Garner back as Electra as well? 
Yes, please. I oh, can you put them both in a movie now that they're divorced? Like yeah. that'll no. be fun. Just how uh, great would the how great would the fight scenes be if it was the two of them? That's true. They're uh, like, I've been wanting to do this for years. Uh, if that rumor is true, it's also been the the rumor is that it's Charlie Cox specifically. Yeah. Uh, and that's the whole point. They're not going to bring in a new Daredevil now in a in a move like that. The the move to do it would be to let Charlie Cox play the role again. Yes. And you can and like where you left him in Daredevil, he could seamlessly just be in his be a lawyer for for Peter Parker, who doesn't have a lot of money and is like a small kid in Queens. Although now he's got like some Avengers stuff going on, so I think he's, he's he does, but like. It works so good because because Spidey is on the run now and he might have to prove his innocence and he might need to find a lawyer yeah. that he can go to on the DL. And guess who's there? Oh, surprise, Matt Murdock. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I got, I got excited. Uh, no, it's look, he's going to need a lawyer. I cannot imagine that that movie is not going to make use of either Matt Murdock or Jennifer Walters. Like, yeah, uh, I was like, I was just about to I was literally just about to say, what if he got a green lawyer? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. She-Hulk is coming out right in time to be a Spidey 3 tie-in. So that's the thing. It's like there is another lawyer that Marvel is actively promoting that they may want to use there. It's going to be one of the two of them. Like one of the two of them will be Peter Parker's lawyer. I am very confident in that fact. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, more... Uh, more fun stuff. What else is happening? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, small news. Uh, but James Gunn was doing a uh, from home QA, and uh, somebody asked him if uh, his brother Sean Gunn was gonna be in the movie. Now, Sean Gunn uh, has multiple roles in the Guardians universe, he is the in person, like chroma suit version of Rocket Raccoon, mm-hmm. uh, but he also is Kraglin. And James Gunn responded by saying, what kind of Guardians movie would it be without Kraglin? Agreed. <laughs> That's a great point. I, so, I agree 100%. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually am in the middle of my... Have I told you guys how I'm like very slowly doing like a billion um, MCU rewatches like over the last year? My new thing is I'm tracking characters over there uh mcu careers i remember you talking about this a while ago so i start the first one i did was iron man so i watched like iron man iron man 2 avengers iron man 3 like spider-man homecoming infinity war like uh the all the avengers movies obviously uh but then i decided to do guardians for some reason uh so i watched guardians guardians 2 infinity war and i'll watch Endgame soon uh but i'm doing the guardians one now craglin is so perfect He's so funny. Uh, just the moment at the end of, like, in the credit sequence for Guardians 2, where he accidentally hits Drax with an arrow. I lost it. I've seen that movie four times. I lost it. Uh, that's it. That's all I have to say about Craglin. Yeah. We got to have him back. I think yeah. that if that's unanimous. Yeah. Exciting. yeah. No yeah, one's going to argue. I mean, you know, you know, rather see Thor, but yeah, that'd still be cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that, uh, as we talked, uh, uh, that might be happening. We'll we'll have yeah. to see. Um, let's uh, let's jump over to television uh, for a little bit. Oh, you mean the only entertainment we have in our lives for the next couple months? <laughs> uh, yes, pretty much. Uh, so obviously, so there's two big projects right now. And by two, I mean there's only two uh, that might be we might be getting anytime soon. Hellstrom has wrapped production on s- what what the stars have been referring to as season one. So maybe not a limited series. Maybe it's a season uh, season one. We'll have to see. But uh, it's wrapped, and one of the one of the stars uh, actually said, uh, "We will see it very soon." That was well, the that's quote. Exciting. Very soon. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm just excited to see what it is. We don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be a new property on, you know, based on a character that's not very well known at all. Um, and I like the idea of him being, you know, Satan's son. That's cool. I think that that's going to be. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited to watch it. At least it gives us something to watch too. You know. 
some yeah, sort of I mean, marvel. I'm interested. I really want to see what the tone is for this thing. And yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I don't know. I'm very intrigued by it because of how much it is a bit of an unknown, you know, like what I really don't know what to expect from it. But, uh, you know, just excited for the reason that it's something new, you know, I mean, I think a lot of times look, you kind of know what uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be. Mm-hmm. WandaVision still a bit of a wild card, but, you know, Loki, you can kind of get what it's going to be like. This is like, I don't know, you can read about the character, but it doesn't mean that that's what the show is going to be like. So I think it'll be one of the the more unique things we'll have gotten in the last few years. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's coming up and I, I see in the chat that because uh, like so I think they might they might try to rush it to like because if you put it out now, it's going to get a lot more eyes on it. A lot. He <laughs> might be trying to get I think I've heard that four episodes are done at least. So they might be just trying to get it like rolling out. Uh, sooner rather than later because they haven't announced the date so they can put it up whenever they want uh but speaking of putting things up whenever they want uh people are calling for agents of shield agents of shield to uh uh they've been calling for it to be released early i believe it's scheduled for july i didn't write it down no that's what i remember from last year yeah yeah um and uh obviously we're a few months away from that we know that it wrapped production a while back uh and so people uh uh, because this is the world we live in there were literally news stories about the fact that clark Gregg and chloe bennett retweeted somebody's ask for seeing it early they retweeted it and it was an article um do you guys think that we could see it early with all this going on i i think so and i think that the the time where we'll see it that would make the most sense would probably be like the the middle of May when the regular ABC season is over and they would uh, be looking for more things anyway. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, I, I think it's the sort of thing where that's where it makes sense. I don't know why they were waiting till July. I don't know if they had like an event series plan, <laughs> but I, I think that, look, it's a no matter what the state of the world is in two months, people are probably still going to be sticking closer to home. I think that's a good time to put it out. It'd be hard to imagine it coming out any sooner than that. And I think it would only air on ABC, the network. I don't think that they're looking to move it over to, you know, a, one of the streaming services. I mean, it's on Hulu the next day already. Yeah, that'll so, be yeah, how I, it I continues. Think that that's what, I think that I think so. I think early would make sense, but not until May. Yeah, that makes that makes a that makes sense. Um, I, there's also probably that show is probably still in post production. Uh, Agents of Shield, especially I think in this this time travely season that we're about to get, it's probably got a lot of visual effects that they have to do, and they're probably still working on it. Like they didn't need to do crunch time, why would they? So they're taking their time with it. So I don't think they're going to be able to put it out much earlier than they were originally planning to, but they could rush it. They could try to get people like moving faster to get it out. Like while we're all at home. Uh, I mean, I love, I'll, I'll love it as soon as they put it up. Uh, but I don't think you're going to get it right away. I, or, I think Christian, you're right. The earliest we might get it is may. Um, and it's really just going to pe- depend on if there's a hole in the slate caused by all the delays. Yeah, like that. Uh, let me ask uh, Zia. You watched season six for the first time solely because of Marvel TV Weekly. So, will you watch season seven? Still up in the air on that. <laughs> How I don't know. dare okay. you? But if you know. still can't, if you still can't go outside, are you more likely to watch it? I've been playing a lot of video games, um, <laughs> and I actually haven't been watching that much stuff, to be honest with you. Don't you remember that Ming-Na Wang told you you're adorable? She did say I was adorable. Oh, so yeah, what? she did. She did. When I interviewed her at Comic-Con, when she walked up, I was wearing my Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts t-shirt. And she was like, look what? at you. You're so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, it was, a, it was a really special moment. <laughs> 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 so, well, now that you've said that, Christian, I guess I have to watch it. Damn. See? And how great was she on Mandalorian? Come on. She gotta, was gotta... awesome on Mandalorian. Right? Right. I'm gonna re- I will be rewatching Mandalorian for the second she, season. She didn't get enough time to Yeah, do she was there for like two great. seconds, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was very quick. I wish we'd gotten to see more of her. Yeah. yeah. Um what else were I, what was I gonna say about Agents of Shield? 
Uh, no, I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, How sad are you going to be, though? Because you know it's the end. At some point, you're going to have to have the real tears of the show being over. I, yeah. Here's the thing. This show has done way more than I ever expected it to do. Like, I, I agree. Like, there's no crying because it's just like, whoa, did you get the seven seasons yeah. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That show yeah. should have lasted like two tops. Uh, <laughs> and it just keeps, it's the show that, I predicted that show's death for four years. Uh, even as someone who loves it, I predicted it's death. Uh, but it continues to stick around. Um, all right, we've got one last story that I want to tackle, uh, that I want to talk about, because this just excites me as a fan of television. Uh, because Damon Lind, and this is like a small thing. This this stuff pops up all the time. Uh, they were talk- Someone was interviewing Damon Lindelof and asked him if he would be interested in doing a Marvel project in the future, and he said yes. And a lot of that was anchored in the fact that he and a lot of people are really excited about what they're doing with WandaVision um, and what they've seen from it, heard about it, uh, that it's so experimental that the idea that Marvel is willing to go that far that in that weird route is exciting to creatives. Uh, Lindelof just, of course, finished his his take on Watchmen. Do you got first first question? Do you guys want to see Damon Lindelof take over a Marvel project? And then we'll talk about that after. What project should he take over? Go. Um, I mean, he I I haven't seen Watchmen, but I've heard a lot of really really good things about it. Um. And I, I obviously we haven't seen anything from WandaVision yet, but again, I've heard really, really good things about it <laughs> and it <laughs> seems super interesting and I'm really, really excited to watch it. Um, it looks like he's also worked on The Leftovers and Damon Lindelof is the showrunner. He was one of the showrunners for Lost. He was the showrunner for the, and head writer for, for The Leftovers. And he's, he's the best was, human alive, really. Yeah, Prometheus, Star Trek Into Darkness. All right, calm down, calm down. Yeah. I got excited. Uh, I yeah. love the, the Zach Leftovers. Zach and I share I, a love of this man. <laughs> uh, calm it down. Uh, Look, uh, let, me just inter- let me just interject. You let me know if Carlton Cuse is going to do a Marvel show, then I'll get excited, all right? You go ahead now. What? Well, I was just going to say, it looks like he's worked on a lot of really cool stuff. And you know what? It would be cool to have a different tone and someone working on a Marvel project. I would I would totally watch something that he worked on. Hey, look, maybe as as excited I am as at the prospect of Sam Raimi working on Multiverse of Madness, maybe, maybe that's somewhere he could fit in. Yeah, and look, I was mostly just being a smartass, although I do like Carlton Cuse's uh, post-loss work a lot. I thought Bates Motel was great. But if he takes, you know, the take that he had on Watchmen, I don't know what property that makes sense, but if he's to do something like that, I think it would be revolutionary interesting. If you think about what Noah Hawley did with Legion, yeah, uh, you know, if you have like, you know, an, 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 an auteur, an artist, whoever you want to look at it, giving their very unique vision to something... I think it'll definitely be worth checking out. Here's Ooh. what I here's what I want to see Damon Lindelof take over. And Jenna James in the chat is ahead of me. That's what uh, I was gonna. I was just gonna go I, to that. Go I ahead. had two two ideas for what he should take over. I what I think it should be whatever it is should be an event series because um, I think that that would be sort of his like perfect wheelhouse. Is like even if it's like a one season arc kind of thing, like throwing him something like that. Um, my first was Secret Invasion. I think ah. would be a really cool take. Like he's shown like the he's shown a great ability to to deal with subtlety and small things and mystery in a big way. The Leftovers is one of the greatest mystery television shows of all time, if not one of the best shows of all time, in my opinion. Best dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just from beginning to end, just so. It's just it's it's great, especially when you watch the whole thing as one piece. Don't watch it. Don't binge watch it. For the love of God, I know you're home and you're 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 you've got a lot of time on your hands. I will. I highly recommend the leftovers. For the love of God, do not binge watch that show, or you will want to jump off a rooftop. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I tried. Uh, I tried to binge the wire, and I was like, no, I need to. I need a break. I can't. I can't do it that way. The leftovers so, is yeah. great television. It's just very deep and dark and emotional. <laughs> and I feel Don't like now's that. a rough time for that, especially you're stuck inside, you're not seeing sunlight. To, yeah. End, end times are near. No, no, no. no it's no, not no, a good no. time to do that. It's a great show. Don't binge watch it. Um, but 
I think that he could bring a real interesting take to Secret Invasion. And I think he could also walk that fine line to make the Skrulls more dangerous and interesting because they have been made the good guys after Captain Marvel. And so you have to sort of fold that in on itself in a way if you're ever going to do a Secret Invasion storyline. And I think that that would be a great way for him to do it. Um, The other, and this is what... uh, Jenna James said in the chat, X-Men. Throwing him X-Men, I think, would be really cool. That would be very cool. He could and give would, it that dark tone it needs, I think. It would instantly be different from every version of the X-Men we've gotten on screen to this point. Um, there were also some other I liked in chat. I think I saw um, Jenna James also said Fantastic Four. Uh, Gamer Girl says that Damon should reboot Inhumans. That's just a dream at this moment, but that's that's not a bad idea. Give I mean, humans. somebody should reboot it for sure. Yeah. Arkham James, uh, Arkham James Jr. says, imagine a Damon-led secret invasion, F4, X-Men, or Inhumans. Yeah, so that's all sort of the same thing. Um, he will... Oh, oh, and Rock said House of M, and I'm going to be honest with you. That'd be pretty freaking, <laughs> that'd be pretty freaking cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> just, if you want to get Zia on your side, just say the words House just of say M. say House of M, and Zia's like, hello, I like you. Um, and... Yeah, I well, I just think like especially if you were to take like some of the stuff that like I personally pitched for what for what to do with X Men like a House of X style thing. I, again, that particular plotline doesn't work in, like one for one with the MCU, but you throw them something that's really deep and political like that, and I think Lindelof could run with it. Um, that's my take. That's my that's what I want to see. I I the the question uh, like now. Here's a big question. Could he work with Kevin Feige? Yeah, I mean, when you think of when you think of some of the uh, directors that have departed Marvel projects, you know, that's it's a big question. I mean, you can also think of some that are stuck around. But at the same time, yeah, I I feel like as cool and interesting as something like X-Men would be. I, I think that they would have to, they would feel Marvel uh, and Feige would have to feel that they have to micromanage that property too much, that they wouldn't want to give him the amount of control that he would want. But maybe you give him an X-Men character, like, uh, not Wolverine, but, you know, like, a you know, somebody who, who could deal with their own show. Maybe multiple man. He never got. Give, throw him multiple man yeah. and like the twisted <laughs> life you, of you like get, having. You get one of the multiple men. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, there are some great runs with that character where they talk, like, deal with, like, what happens when you have, like, a hundred versions of yourself that all have different skill sets and, like, are slightly different personalities that have to, like, coexist together. That's some twisted stuff that I could see. And uh, that, like, well, we'll have to know. And, like, yeah, to, to Langley's point, uh, Lindelof has dealt with people like ABC and WB and HBO. Uh, but with this is a different. This is not just a network. This is uh, like he he was still the showrunner, and HBO kind of let him do his thing with Watchmen and the leftovers. Kevin Feige is hands on. He controls that the MCU because that's how we've gotten this. That's how you get to something like Endgame is because Kevin Feige is the one controlling everything to get it to one point. We'll have to see. Ooh, Midnight Suns. Ghost eight three eight six says Midnight Suns. Jenna James also says Ghost Rider too. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if I'm as high on him just doing Ghost Rider, but doing like a whole Midnight Suns together team up, I think could be really cool. What about uh, uh, what about the uh, Daughters of the Dragon show we never got? You know, just uh, plug anything in there. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's uh, those are our big top. Actually, you know, speaking of mutants, I, I think we can jump into some uh, some Doom's Question Corner stuff nice. that I got sent in. Because um, uh, you guys can keep sending your emails, especially while you're all sitting at home. I know you got questions. Um, send them to doomsquestioncorner at gmail.com. Uh, as Joe or at Asgardian. Uh, <laughs> nice. How do you get that handle? Uh, uh, wants to know, uh, everyone's wondering when and how the mutants will be introduced in the MCU. And I think it's still a few years out. What are your thoughts about seeds in all the upcoming movies and Disney plus shows leading up to a big reveal? So how do you guys feel about that as a potential topic? Like, uh, would you want them to start 
just like dropping mutant hints at us throughout the years or would you want it all to come up at once do you want to just like give us mutants in a movie don't don't tease us just give it to us i kind of wouldn't mind them teasing it actually to bring them into into the mcu because if you have them just pop in i mean that'd be fine too it'd be this whole like (gasps) moment and that would be really cool um but i honestly wouldn't mind either approach yeah i don't care i don't care i'm down for yeah, either if, approach. Got, if like the uh the proud nerds amongst us were able to get a bunch of easter eggs leading up to it that most people wouldn't even notice i think that could be really fun you know just little just little bits little things i don't know i don't even know what they would be but uh you know a little mention of adamantium here uh, hey that looks like magneto's helmet you know stuff like that you know little things uh throughout the course of i don't know what's probably honestly going to be a few years until we actually get them in a movie. It would be cool. Yeah. I, I I actually don't know that I want the hints really maybe one, one like post credit scene ahead of like an X-Men movie, unless you're going to introduce them as like side characters and other stuff. I say just give us the mutants all at once. Um, I don't want to do like, I don't want to string out a bunch of like mutant hints. Uh, I'm just, I'm too, I'm going to be too, because we're all going to know, us nerds are going to know the moment you put a single X-Men on screen. And I'm too impatient. I can't wait like that. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, I do, I do really want to see who we can get. I, I want to see what the X-Men in the MCU take is. And I'm excited for it to happen eventually. Uh, with everything going on, it might be a long time. Uh, which to bring us back around as we wrap up here, uh, we will just have to wait and see when we're going to get more Marvel content. Uh, but while we're waiting, us here at Marvel Movie News will be here each week, wherever here is, we'll be giving you some form of show to talk about whatever Marvel nonsense is going on in the world. Uh, thank you all for joining us uh, in our new remote setup. Uh, we uh, hope you're all safe. Uh, hope all of you Marvelites are being being healthy, being socially distant to uh, whatever the safest version of that is for you and whatever you're capable of. If any of you are our healthcare workers out there, grocery store workers or pharmacy people, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will all get through this together with, uh, we, we just have to come together as a community. And by come together, I mean, stay far apart from each other. <laughs> uh, we, come together we, online. We, emo- we emotionally come together, but to quote Arrested Development, no touching. And, you know, look, there's a lot of things that you can do. You know, look, if you're not comfortable getting food from a local restaurant that you love, buy a gift card. And I'll extend that to keep it on topic here. Your local comic shop, maybe they're closed. Maybe you don't want to go in if they are open because you're worried about it. Definitely buy a gift card for for your local comic shop. There's a couple actually in the area that are still open. I don't know if I want to go or not, but uh, just something to keep in mind. A lot of stores have started to do curbside pickup. So call yeah. your store, see if they're willing to do that for you. Some will start to sh- have started to offer shipping, um, but support your local comic store. You can order online. That's not a bad way to do it. At least keeps the books getting sold and supports the artists and stuff, but support your local comic store. Cause they're going to be struggling through this. And uh, if you can just like put, have call them, have them put stuff on the pull list that like, you'll be able to, to pay for later or have them meet you outside ship it to you, whatever it is, but make sure that you are supporting everyone in our nerdy, nerdy community uh, through this hard time. Yeah, I know we have to go, but uh, I follow uh, Jerry Conway on Twitter and he's a longtime Spider-Man writer. He's not only the man who killed Gwen Stacy, but he's the creator of The Punisher. And he was writing, look, he's worried that the printed comics as a physical form are in a lot of danger because of something like this. So anything we can do to try and... uh, you know, prevent that, uh, we should uh, at least do it if we can afford it, if, if we're able to. If not, we look, we get it. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, as we wrap out, Zia, where can everyone find you on Twitter and Instagram? All the places while we are on this break. I know you want to plug Twitch. 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say, while we're on this Blake, uh, Blake break, obviously Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. And uh, since we're all in quarantine, uh, come check me out on Twitch. I'm going to be streaming Ori and the Wolf of the Wisps on Friday, uh, Sundays back to Skyrim. And I eat a bunch of snacks on Tuesdays and I'm going to keep adding more stuff and more content now that I have a little bit more time at home. And I hope you guys can join me. It's twitch.tv slash Zia land. It's just X-I-A-L-A-N-D. That's right. Zia tries canned mac and cheese so you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, what? You, yeah, my last snack stream, I ate canned mac and cheese. I ate it cold out of the can and also warmed up. And I'm going to tell you, it's not good either way. <laughs> <laughs> so go see that reaction. Uh, but if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ, that's where you can find me. And uh, we're figuring out a way to do my personal podcast, the Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. We'll figure out a way to do it remotely. But over on AfterBuzz TV, tonight at 9 p.m., it's the penultimate episode of season one of Star Trek Picard. We will be doing our after show, much like this one. We'll all be in different places. So please join us at 9 p.m. Pacific tonight. I haven't seen the episode yet. Nobody ruined it for me. <laughs> uh yeah uh i'm zach wilson you can find me on twitter and instagram at that zach wilson um you can also uh i do have my, my other podcast ships in the night which we're still figuring out the logistics of it but we're going to be doing our best to uh to do it i'm also tweeting out all the stuff with my uh my my friend eeyore here who's uh keeping me company because i live by myself so I, socially distancing is uh complicated uh, but I'm tweeting all nonsense that I'm doing with, uh, with this guy here. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing it. You guys, uh, oh, we'll, we'll be back soon. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast itself at Marvel news PTN and be sure to subscribe, like all that stuff to the popcorn talk, uh, at the popcorn talk on Twitter. Thank you, Ryan in the booth for helping us with all this stuff. You are truly Mr. Fantastic stretching yourself, uh, to your wits end. To make this and work. happy birthday yesterday to Mr. Oh Fantastic, my God, I forgot. Rye Guy. Everyone, everyone wish Rye Rye, Mr. Fantastic, a happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, there he is. There he is. Wait. He popped in for a second. Rye Guy. He's there for like a moment and then he disappeared. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, we are going to sign off, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Stay safe, be well, and uh, Excelsior. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.